All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You're listening to Oilers Nation Radio, presented by the Nation Network. Subscribe for free on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Uh, thank you very much, Lisa. Oilers Nation Radio, episode 114. Bag milk here with Tyler Yaremchuk, Nation Dan, Rick, and special guest, Wanye. What's happening, everybody? Hello, it's me, your friend. Papa Wanye. Papa Wanye, damn right. Grandpa Wanye. I don't know where he's been. He's two months. <laughs> I don't know. Today, we are going to talk a little bit of Oilers. We're probably going to get off the rails, and I'm going to see Tyler getting annoyed, and it's going to make me happy because this one is always on the rails. Wanye's here. That's not going to happen. Episode 114, starting off, Sherwood Ford, giant question of the week. It's time to winterize your vehicle. New tires, a little bit of service. Maybe you need to whip new Bronco dance. I could be driving a new Bronco, buddy. Always a Bronco buster. Follow Sherwood Ford on Twitter, at Sherwood Ford, and on Instagram, at Sherwood Ford underscore the giant. Mr. Tyler Uramchuk, today's giant question, if you please, sir. Okay, before I get to that, Rick, what are you cheering for on TV right now? We're doing this on video so we can, we can talk about this. Uh, Iowa State and Texas right now. I need Iowa State to win, and they're marching right now. They're down, in the, they're down to about the five-yard line. They're down by nice. four. Get a touchdown in the last two minutes here. We're good to go. Perfect. I, I love a little D-Gen talk. Rick, you got some money on it or what? Yeah, I got a couple bucks on this one. <laughs> uh, all right. The short for giant question of the week. Okay, we, we've sort of done this a little bit in the past, but not quite specific as the question will be this week. But if you could pick one former Oiler who is not in the Hall of Fame, they cannot be in the Hall of Fame. One former Oiler to pluck from their prime and put them on this year's team. Who would that player be? And I suppose why? One is excited. Cujo. 
Cujo at the height of his game on this team right now, getting a six, seven shutouts a year. Oh, hell, we can't help but go to the second round. Cujo is actually part of the mailbag question that came in. So yeah. I like that already. Tyler, who's your pick? There's a lot of candidates. Like Cujo is definitely interesting. I think a shutdown defenseman would certainly add a certain element to this team. And I wanted to say Pronger, but then I was like, oh crap, he's in the Hall of Fame. Even though you don't think of him as like a Hall of Fame oiler, he doesn't qualify. So like Steve Smith, Charlie Huddy, those guys, get, they get. I'm interested in them because I think this team could use, use a defenseman like that. Uh, Bill Guerin would certainly be interesting. You know, playing on Connor McDavid's wing, getting them that kind of player. Uh, Doug Waite would be interesting as well, but I'm going to agree with Wanya, man. Cujo, getting a top-tier goaltender on this Oilers team would just do wonders. And I, Second round? Nah, we're going conference finals. We're winning the cup with a goalie like that. So Cujo's my answer. Nation Dan. See, Cujo's, Cujo's a good answer. It's a fine answer. Um, I've Spoiler alert, I've already written my, my answer to the mailbag question Me for too. this one, and I was just about to actually just throw that out the window, but I'm going to stick with my answer of Dwayne Rollison. 2006 Dwayne Rollison is like Cujo's good and he made some amazing saves. He's like, you know, he's, he's probably going to, he's probably going to go down as one of the best goalies not named Grand Fear on our team. But Dwayne Rollison in 2006 came into this team that was just absolutely rudderless. We had Mike Morrison and UC Markkinen and Ty Conklin as our three-headed goaltending monster. And he came onto that team, which wasn't, you know, it wasn't, uh, it definitely wasn't the best team in the West. It finished eighth in that, in that, uh, that year. So I, I think Dwayne Rollison, uh, 2006 would be my answer for sure. Uh, Rick, between the football games and the Oilers. Who are you bringing back? Man, I'm, I, I got I got to say, you know, I was thinking, um, I thought Bill Guerin right away too, just add that a little bit more in the top six. I like where you guys are going with goalies, but I'm going to go with someone to solidify that third line, and I'm still trying to decide as I keep mumbling right now. You're going to bring um, up I'm gonna go with a back? <laughs> yeah, well, this is, this is what you need. You need, you know, you need to secure our third line, right? So the guy needs to be able to be a, a, a great third liner. He's got to be able to kill penalties. Uh, he's going to be a face-offs. So a well-priced, a properly priced Sean Horkoff. Oh, that's interesting. If we're talking about that, that potential. I need that all-round all player right now. Mm -hmm. uh, we're okay on defense. Goaltender, I can see that. Forwards, you know, the top end, we're, we're fine. But we need someone to really solidify that third area there, and I think a well-priced Sean Horkoff would uh, would do the trick. Could you imagine if this was a real thing that could happen, and how mad <laughs> Oilers Twitter would get at Rick for bringing back Sean Horkoff of all people? Hey, well-priced. If we're talking <laughs> about potential Horkoff, New Jersey Rick, the yes. new look, you should get a Horkoff one, <laughs> and then when people let you off, fight him in the concord. I sit too low. Everyone, too many people can throw popcorn at me and the shit. Captain C on it and just walk around <laughs> the concord like hey, I, people. I is. do have, I do have a Ferens. Ooh, um, the Captain C. Yeah, man. If you had to bring back a defenseman, though, who are you going to bring back? Like, exactly. would Jason Smith be the? Big sexy. Big okay. sexy. What? Team needs more sexy. Needs more oh, conservative. Yeah. yeah. Get out of here. Just because he liked oh, one of your posts, he just right. he gets he liked the answer. Post on Instagram. Big sexy. <laughs> <laughs> he just went into the Hall of Fame, so he can't even use Kevin Lowe for that. Yeah. Charlie Huddy, um, Steve Smith, I rattled them off. A Sheldon Surrey in his prime, like before he got to Edmonton. Yeah, but, that's no, a. You can't. But you got to go with like the Oilers' time. Oilers' uh, Okay. Time. So, like, because. Like, 
Yeah. My answer, my answer oh. before I was debating using Adam Oates. Like that's a guy who wasn't in his prime oh. when he was here, but him in his prime <laughs> on this team, man, come on, dude. You want to pick a good dis- Connor would be on the face-offs. Yeah. Yeah. You want to pick a, you want to pick a defenseman to stick around. You want to bring a defenseman yeah. back. You bring back Eric Brewer, former team Canada, Eric Brewer. He's firing yeah. from the point all over the place. <laughs> now, similarly to this, but mostly off the rails, if you brought back somebody like Jock Plant and you <laughs> suited him up in net, would he have like a save percentage of like 0.01? Yes. Similarly, if you went and got like Jean Beliveau, the height of his game, and put him out in an NHL game now with like a piece of wood that's come off a single oak tree, would he just be like shockingly awful? I think so. I, I don't commercials. I don't want to say like shockingly awful because that's disrespectful. But that's why I always find the argument of like who's the greatest ever, and like you know the guys that played way back when. Like it's a totally different sport. Like it's not even fair to compare the eras because you mentioned bringing Jacques Plant and putting him in net here. Imagine if present day Miko Koskinen with his present day gear could play net for the Oilers in the eighties. Like would he even? Would he even give up? 50 goals in a season. Someone was talking about this on Twitter. They're like, you take any goalie from today and throw them between the pipes for a team in the sixties or seventies. Like it's not even a contest. They dominate. Back in the day, no. John had like no helmet on a cigarette lit. He was stacking his back <laughs> to the ringette line on every other fucking shot. That's just See, it. But, and it's like, but like those shots weren't like those shots were muffins compared to what they were dealing with, what they're dealing with today. Yeah. You see a, you see 105, What's that? The sticks also weighed 12 pounds back then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's true. But you see like a 105 mile per hour Shea Weber shot just terrifies Jacques Plante and he retires on the spot. Like, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, okay. it, back in those days, he'd take it right off the melon and be like, fuck yeah. But also they would be, I feel like they would be encumbered by today's equipment, right? Like they'd be like, what the hell am I wearing a suit of armor times 10 for? You're like, wait till you see Zidane Chara, motherfucker. It's about yeah. To wait till you see those slap shots start coming. You'll understand why you're wearing all that damn armor. Now, could see, you, but the fo- you forwards like, would be okay. Forwards would be okay because you can skate, right? Yeah. Like those guys could, you know, probably not the same as they can now, but they could still skate. Well, goaltenders, goaltenders, goalies is, is, is a science yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. they wouldn't have science. a guy. They wouldn't have a guy water skiing behind them. Every every two <laughs> seconds, they'd be like, "What is this? What is this? Being able to skate through the neutral zone with my head down? I don't understand." Yeah, can, can if, you? I'd love to see Connor cruising around yeah. in some of those tube skates. Could you imagine Connor <laughs> those long fuckers from the set, like from the sixties, just blades howling down, maybe stabbing <laughs> himself in the back on the back hook? If I you dropped it. Connor the nineteen eighty eight All Star game, <laughs> and you're like, pick a team, and he's like, I don't know. Con Smythe con, or Western Conference, and they're like, "Yep, go for it." Yeah, I bet you there'd be players crying by intermission because he's so much better than everyone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, I afraid you. The rest of his hair would have fallen out. One one on one with Connor, which is also like, try to think of what this game could look like forty years from now. Like, what is the twenty sixty NHL Robots. going to look like? Well, I mean, it's not, but like, what could that even look like? What could the twenty sixty NHL game look like? Or have we hit the peak? Is this as skilled as we are? I think it's starting to plateau, right? Like, I think that you're drawing from all around the world. I don't think that, like, in 10 years, 10 times the kids will be playing. But I think that it's, like, athletic stuff. Like, who's that swimmer that just shattered Michael Phelps' records? Really? Yeah, there's some dude who just came out. He's a brand-new super stud, whatever. And uh, (laughs) he's already beating Michael Phelps' records. I'm like, I thought those were going to stand the test of time. 
Well, it's like Usain Bolt too. And I'm sure there's been studies that have been done for this, but like, you know, what is human maximum performance? Like what is like the fastest possible time a human body can run the hundred meter in? I'm sure it's out there, but I mean, still it's fascinating. I need a steroid league. I need to know what we're missing out on. But hockey is like contained in hockey's contained in the rink, right? Like Connor, think of what Connor could do if he had a longer ice surface, because he can get up to top speed and keep going for a hell of a lot longer time. Right. You, the, you know, you've got five steps. You got to stay with Hunter. You could have what happened is this 25. No one could ever keep up with that guy. Yeah. So as long as they're on that little ice, then you're kind of going to set a plateau. But if you get up and bigger and I don't yeah, like a, a European hockey, um, who knows what he could do at that point. Just wait no, till I, it comes out, though, that has Connor's speed, but Zidane Chara's size. And he's just a behemoth. <laughs> or I think there. Pterodactyl is way through the neutral zone, firing pucks at 200 miles an hour. I think the element that we kind of forget too is the, and we mentioned it earlier, is the technology continues to to advance and and sticks are more flexible than they've ever been. You know, they'll have a stick that's a solid state that can you know reassemble itself by then, and and skates will melt the ice around them as they glide along, and so everybody will be skating in the around the rink in eight seconds flat. Like it's just the technology will continue to grow. And I mean, really, if it wasn't for labor stoppages and the coronavirus, we would be talking about one of Gretzky's records that everybody said yeah. was never going to be broken being broken. So, you know, I mean, it's just, it's going to continue to continue to grow. And, and Ovechkin is a beneficiary of a lot of, you know, technology and training that Gretzky didn't, didn't Looking have. Right. Look at golf. Tiger's records. Dustin Johnson's whooping them. I remember when Tiger set those records. They're like, these records will stand until the year 3000. We'll all be living on the moon. Tiger Woods will still have the record of the Masters. People are whooping Tiger Woods proofed golf courses left and right. The goal. Yeah. Remember when, dude, remember when, a, like, like Dan said, right. we missed so much time. Lockouts, now coronavirus. You know, that's what, 200 games he's missed? 150 games, somewhere in there? Who knows how many yep. goals it's in there? Another hundred, probably. Right? Yeah. Remember when we thought straight razors were going to be the end of time, and now we have razors with six blades on them. More Life blades. Life is good. Ten blades, you pussies. <laughs> I was looking at the new iPhone 12 the other day, and it just makes me laugh that now it has four cameras, and it's like, yeah, what do you think about this? Four cameras. I can't wait till the entire pack is all cameras and they zoom in on all kinds of things i can creep in on neighbors from across the street maybe six kilometers away whatever i feel like i i like how the technology for cell phones is now just stuck in a loop of like it's getting bigger you no longer have to flip it open (laughs) look how big the screen is to now it's like ooh, nice and small they're flipping again how about that motherfuckers (laughs) like here we go anyway just wait for the antenna to come back yeah To answer the Sherwood Ford Giant question of the week, I pick back. I bring uh, Ryan Smith back. So how's that for a wrap on that? What? Oof. There you go. Yes. Top six, baby. Next to McDavid, him going to the net. Which era? Which which year? What? I was going to say seven point five million. Ryan Smith. No, I want Smitty, whose mullet was covering his name on the back of his jersey. Oh. That was the guy with the white skates. That was the one who would park himself in front of the net and he'd take one off the teeth and put it in the net if he had to. And I think an already stellar Edmonton Oilers power play with Smitty from his prime, it'd be great. Alex Chason wouldn't have a job anymore, unfortunately, but it would be great. Some would argue Alex Chason already doesn't have a job anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, you did bring up Alex Chason in our prep, Tyler. What's your problem with Alex Chason? 
No, the reason I was bringing them up was I was just kind of thinking of which players on this Oilers roster are facing the most pressure to have a good year. And where I'm going with that is like Jujar Kara is in a contract year right now. And if he doesn't have a good season, not only could that be it for him with the Oilers, like you might be able to argue that could be it for him in the NHL, right? Like it could be tough for him to get another deal somewhere. And with chase on as well, I'm sure he'll get another deal. He's a veteran guy can contribute on the power play. He's won a Stanley cup, but if he doesn't have a good year, what's he looking at next off season, right? Like his list of suitors will go down. So who's kind of facing the most pressure to really bring it this year. Do you think that perhaps one of them might have to work for our friends at skipperdish.ca bringing delicious treats to Edmontonians every Friday night and weekend and weekday when they're hungry? I mean, thousands of opportunities like Oodle Noodle to come right (laughs) to your door, Tyler. I I am pretty (laughs) sure that once you play like one or two seasons in the NHL, you got enough money where you don't need to drive for skip the dishes. And that's not even a knock on skip the dishes either for Uber. He drove a green Lambo in Toronto. Who did dead mouse? Yeah. Is, uh, I mean, I'm sure he just did that for fun. You must (laughs) MF, you know, who dead mouse is. Thought it was dead mouse five. All right. How dare you (laughs) to answer your question, Tyler, I would say Tyson Berry is right up there. I think that there's a guy that, you know, uh, I think a lot of people looked at as a huge signing for Toronto last year, um, you know, and and was given a show me contract and did not show them much of anything. And so they let him go. Uh, He comes to Edmonton on a very good team deal. uh, And this is probably a year where he has to kind of make it or break it. If he, if he has to keep doing these, you know, show me deals, in different cities, it's not going to be a good look for his career. Um, so, I, yeah, I'd say I'd say Tyson Berry is right up there for me. Tyler, do you agree? Tyson Berry, a lot to prove. That's a mailbag question coming up on Nation.com on Monday. People hey. want to know how much leash Tyson Berry has. Tyler, yeah, and I, I thought that was a really interesting mailbag question because I, I agree with Dan that, that there's pressure on Berry, but it's internal pressure. It's pressure he's going to be putting on himself to further his career. In terms of pressure from the Oilers or even pressure from this fan base, it's not even close to what it was like for him in Toronto. In Toronto, he was brought in in that cadre trade and it was supposed to be like, all right, we got Morgan Riley on one pair. We got Tyson Berry on another. Our defense is going to be set. And he failed like he didn't bring that and they turned on him quickly i think here in edmonton what are we expecting from tyson barry we're expecting him to contribute on the power play i'm not expecting him to be cleft bomb because he's not going to kill penalties and he's not going to play 25 minutes a night so if he just plays well on the power play he can honestly if everyone's healthy play third pairing minutes at even strength larson's there bear is there and barry can slot in right under them there's really not a lot of pressure for him to do spectacular things here in Edmonton. He needs to be good on the power play, which you could argue is going to be very easy considering who he's playing on the power play with. And he has to be half decent at five on five in a sheltered role. So there's pressure from Barry on Barry, but in terms of Edmonton on Barry, there's not a lot of pressure at all. Barry Ontario, huge anti Barry guys. Yes. Dan, Dan, why do you think Barry's got a lot of pressure on him this year? I just think that I, I think that any player when they're when they're in these kinds of pivotal moments where you know your your next contract is going to be your big smoke contract, you gotta you've gotta show up and and make it work. And and as much as I think that most people that are looking at this with a critical eye don't expect Oscar Kleffbaum replacement level play from him, I do think that there's a lot of people that will that will look at that, you know, as. as look at him as a player that that should be um you know playing at that same level of defense i don't expect that of him i think that 
like again, I, I said, if you, if you look at it critically, I don't think you should expect the defense from him, but I do think that there is going to be a lot of pressure put on him from a fan base that is vocal about players that come in and, and have a lot of promise. So it, it's, you know, I, I do think that there's a ton of pressure on the guy. You're right, Tyler. There's a lot of pressure from Tyson on himself, but, but it's going to be a, an organizational fan thing as well. Rick, who do you think has got the most pressure on going into 2021, whenever that kicks off? Well, the shortest uh, leeway, I think, is probably going to be Chase on us. More because he doesn't really fit a PK role and his price tag. Um, I think if uh, if he's not proven himself, you get him out of the lineup as fast as you can and get someone in there who can do it. And if that means trading him, you trade him. That means putting him in the minors and saving yourself a million dollars to do that. I think uh, he's going to have to hit higher expectations, even just a little bit, than uh, than Jujar. So maybe a Jujar hitting his expectations is going to be a little bit easier. And I agree, Barry. There's no real pressure there, man. Um, he's not expected to play in the top, you know, the top minutes. Um, every time you say Barry, all I think is power play. So if we can just be, you know, capable five on five and go out and do something uh, good on the power play, I think uh, that's a that's a win for the season. Wanye, what will you be teaching baby Wanye about and who to watch in 2021? So I don't get the same question everybody else got? Oh, yeah. Who's got the most pressure on them? Oh, who's, I, who's young Wanye going to be looking at and being like, this guy, this mother, this mf right here needs to, <laughs> <laughs> he needs to skate. He needs to hustle. Lil Wanye is only going to know the Connor McDavid era, which is actually hilarious because life has come full circle to when I was a little kid. And we had the Gretzky era and like you had no frame of reference and you're like, the Oilers win every year because I'm four, right? Like it doesn't even make any sense. He now is going to live in a world where of course, Connor McDavid is the captain. I think the guy with the shortest leash this year has to be Jujar because he's, it's almost like he's forgotten how to be Jujar. He doesn't hit. He doesn't fight like he used to. He barely imposes his will on anybody. And like Jujar Kara needs to finish one major check every three games to be effective junior. We haven't seen that guy swear since now in like two years. I guess my thing too with Jujar though, is that he's, he's our penalty killer. He's, he's a guy that is like a, you know, a stalwart on the PK. Whereas like Rick said, chase on isn't uh, Barry definitely isn't. So I just, I think that Jujar has like a, a bit of a leash in the sense that we need someone to kill the penalties that isn't Leon Dreisaitl and Ryan Newton Hopkins. So. He's, he's such a specimen. What's the fight I'm thinking of where he beat the hell out of somebody? And Kyle I was, Clutterbuck. That's exactly yeah. it. <laughs> I was like, we have a guy who could do this to that guy? What the actual fuck is going on? And then he never I agree 100% that. though, yeah. He needs sandpaper. He needs sandpaper and grit in his game. It's been missing for a year. And I mean, who knows why, right? Who knows if he was told not to? Who knows if he was, you know, he just kind of... He probably took a bunch yeah. of minor penalties and got freaked out. And they're like, the referees have your number. If we see you in the penalty box again, Jujar, you're on the first train to the AHL. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't think that the team's going to get... Who, who are you talking to, Tyler? I was talking to my television remote. <laughs> Wait, hang on. <laughs> the future. Yep. I need I, to. I'm trying... I heard there's a way to watch this, uh, the match with Barkley, Phil, Steph, and Peyton. I heard there's a way to watch it in Canada, so I'm now just trying to find it on my TV. I couldn't find CNN International. Yeah, I don't think we have it. We don't? I looked for CNN International. (laughs) There's five of us on this podcast, and two of us, or three of us, are engaged right now. (laughs) I'm I'm engaged. I just gave a very passionate take on Tyson Berry. I just also have... 
No, oh, oh, no, hey, we're not starting that again. Congratulations. Mazel tov. Let's get a clip of that. I'd like a clip of that. It's because you got your new twig and berry set. Mm -hmm. Couldn't resist. I'm rocking the hat right now from uh, Nation Real Life You're Sponsors, Twig and Berries. <laughs> All right. So you did it. Speaking to your TV remote, please. Pardon? I want to know about you talking to your remote. Honestly, you once say? you get that feature on a TV remote, it's very hard to go back to life before that. I don't even know what channel things are because I just tell my remote, like, play TSN, play Sportsnet, and those are the only two channels I watch anyway, so it's all good. And it's like, okay, Tyler, you're really sexy. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. I like it when you turn me on. <laughs> That's this conversation right now is probably why Bradman9944 gave us a five-star review for saying, you idiots are fun to listen to on my Saturdays. Good insight on go. the hockey in general, but you ramble on about non-hockey nothing items much too often. Well, that was for you, Bradman. He <laughs> gave us five stars. Most of you are young. That's a backhanded compliment. <laughs> you can tell most of you are oh, young. Nice. I appreciate your energy spent. To entertain, even though your youthful, self-absorbed takes on things from before you were born makes you shake, makes me shake my head. God bless Low Tide and his patience. Keep up the good work, and I look forward oh. to your next podcast. I'm that's sure specifically that's Tyler. Yeah, I'm pretty that's sure. That's a Tyler that's review. Yeah, and good sir, we just spoke about Jock Plot for the record. You find <laughs> the Low Tide podcast going back that far? <laughs> Low Tide probably have a song from the '70s that he thinks about whenever he thinks about plants he'd be able to tie them together beautifully because that's what lt does he's very talented tyler are you learning from him learning from low dad uh, it was just our three-year anniversary the other day very Aww. exciting day from myself and lt for? we have a me and him have a very strict no gift thing like, nice. like you know these people you work with you're like oh, i got you something for met. Um, me and low tide, like no Christmas, birthday, none of that nonsense. We just, our relationship is strictly professional. Low tide is probably so happy to have somebody older than him come on the show when you join. <laughs> Three year anniversary gift is leather, Tyler. Did you leather? leather? Hello. Ooh, la, la. <laughs> he, uh, he got, he got a big anniversary present from our work from bell. Cause he's been there for like whatever, 40, 50 years now. Um, it's not 50. It, I think it actually is 30 or 40. Uh, but I had to go drop it off at his house. Cause he's not allowed in the radio station still. And they probably gave him like a box of bricks. I could barely carry this thing. And it's also very exciting when I get to go to low tide's house. I imagine he just lives in a stately mansion with like, all these hockey news is piled everywhere. <laughs> Love uh, he lives like a minute away from me. Actually. It's very convenient. That is the 30, the 30 year gift is Pearl. They gave him a massive okay. Pearl. 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 Nice. I like that. Okay. Tyler. Yep. The last couple of weeks, courtesy of our friends at Cornerstone insurance, we've had a couple of excellent interviews. Yes. Tell us about Cornerstone Insurance, Tyler. Cornerstone Insurance. Well, you can find them online, www.cornerstone. And then instead of insurance, it's just ins.ca because they are not only proudly Canadian, they are proudly Edmontonian. Our friends at cornerstone.ca have been setting us up with some fantastic interviews all month long solid protection sound advice cornerstone insurance and uh yeah we've had some great guests we started the month with our friend coom that was a ton of fun uh we had lolly tour on last week and that was a really cool conversation just about you know making hockey a little bit more diverse and things like that uh, if you have a second you didn't listen to it last week go back and check out that interview it was uh, it was a ton of fun with lolly tour i learned a lot cornerstone insurance 
since we're talking about Cornerstone Insurance, I want to talk about Connor McDavid's house. That was a thing on Twitter this week <laughs> because it got posted on Bar Down, a couple of pictures. Connor's going with a dark color scheme in his place. I like it. I think it's kind of bat cave-ish. Very, very arousing to me, Connor. I appreciate it. But people didn't like it. Connor's house took a bunch of heat on social media. What? I thought it was funny. Yes, they did. What did they say, these dirty fucks? Well, they were comparing him to Dexter, uh, other type things like that. It's Ooh. interesting that he doesn't like hockey memorabilia up in his house. That's yeah. very interesting. Most guys at least well, have like the room, right? Like it's not all over the walls. You know, but... his mind though, right? That at mm-hmm. some point, Connor McDavid wants to stop being Connor McDavid and just be a guy with a very big mansion. That's that's that has to be at his parents' house. All of his stuff has to be Probably. at his folks. They do. They have it. Uh, they saw it on Hockey Night in Canada last year when Ron McLean went to the McDavid house or something like that, and in the basement is like the Connor Shrine. Yeah. Here's a here's a funny bit of news though. A lot of those tweets that have the photos uh, have been taken down because the copyright owner asked <laughs> them to be taken down. So. Hmm. Shout out to the copyright owner who was like, well, we don't want Connor to get this much attention. Um, so some go. of the complaints that I saw, the kitchen wasn't enough usable space. Oh, I thought for it was fuck's sake, people. Connor's not cooking. <laughs> Connor's ordering food. He orders skip the dishes like the rest of us. I would assume so. Maybe if he cooks, makes himself a nice omelet. I'll hit you with an exclusive. Connor David bought his house, a house rather, for his parents in town. Yeah. Gonna tell you where I'm not gonna tell you how, but if that's the house you buy for your parents, money is no object. Not having enough pickles in the fridge is not a problem. He'll simply <laughs> order a new fridge. Uh, he brought his parents here. Yeah, man, they got a house here. That's yeah, a it's a house that's here for like his family who comes to visit and yeah. stuff, right? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I feel you. Um, I remember once I was having dinner at the pint during an Oilers Leafs game and the game had like just started and I looked out the window of the pint and Lauren and Connor's parents walked by and I was like, Oh, (laughs) no way. And then Rick flew by and have her in a jetpack with, I I was there that night. I remember him bringing, I remember masking or telling me that what he saw. Yep. Then we were talking about his parents for some reason, like why the hell they're here. And Rick was gone for half an hour after that. (laughs) <laughs> entire house. I think she, I follow her stuff. I think she actually has a very good eye for design. Yeah. Well, I just, it's it. like, one of my it's questions just, were you guys surprised by the reaction to Connor's house? Like to me, I just kind of thought it was no. funny. Like, I don't know. The internet is undefeated and being just absolutely ridiculous when it yeah. comes to this stuff. We all like, and, and don't get me wrong. I think everybody, when we saw those photos last year was like, Oh, you know, like, or was like, Oh, I love that kind of stuff. Who cares? At the end of the day, who cares? It's not like he built this house for everybody on Twitter to, to enjoy. He built the house because he enjoys it. And if it's a murder palace, in your opinion, or it's the it's a scene from Dexter, who cares? Your it's not your money. Right. He built that house so that Lauren would enjoy it. And <laughs> then by default, he would enjoy it. She's like, Connor, I want to put um, Gucci leather on the walls and a suede toilet. And he's like, whatever, baby. We got that Adidas money coming in. <laughs> <laughs> that picture he shared of him in the pink Adidas hoodie. That's that not a great name. hoodie. I don't like it. I'm not a big fan of that pink what? color. No, well, that's not my style. Photo in the thing where he's looking over his shoulder sexily. <laughs> hey, he's got a better fashion you, sense than Austin Matthews now. Fair. Did you see uh, Maybe that's the orange the camo? The orange what? camo? No. Yeah. Adidas put out a photo of him in an orange camo suit. Oh, oh, rock and orange camo? How did you see it? Ha ha. Zinger. I, I actually <laughs> made that joke as well. Couldn't see anything but his head and his arms. Um, I wanted to make sure he wasn't dead. 
we were talking about things we're sick of on Twitter, the McDavid house being one. Also, McDavid being photographed with Austin Matthews and having to do with Leafs fans <laughs> still thinking it's funny to be like, oh, just in time for him to come to Toronto. Can't wait. Like, oh, that drives me nuts. I hate that. So annoying. What drives me nuts is the overreaction from Oilers fans because every time it happens. I would oh, just, yeah. I like to just post a picture of Connor with all his MVP trophies smiling and be like, no, he's an oiler. Sorry about that. And in fact, Austin Matthews contract ends before he does. So. Yeah. It's Leafs fans, not quite realizing it's far more likely that Austin Matthews jumps ship and goes to Arizona. than it is that McDavid goes to Toronto back to the overreaction about Connor and Austin Matthews being together. My thought was if you're the best players in the NHL, wouldn't you want to practice with the other best players in the NHL? Exactly. If you're yeah. friends, yeah, we should have COVID, COVID already. Yeah, they yeah. both did have COVID. So they're good. Uh, I was a little, I, I was honestly a little surprised McDavid was down in Arizona. That's the only thing that surprised me. I'm like, oh, I'm surprised he's in Arizona when like Drysidle and all them are up here already and like they're skating together, but that's not like a story. That's not something that needs to be like reported on. It was just like, there's got to be some like thought. Adidas, there's got to be some, some work reasons for yeah. it. Like I don't see him just Maybe going down there for no. Like- his knee checked out or something down there and it's hard to get across the border. So it's better to be down there. For He's taking pictures. And where's the Adidas headquarters? Is it, is it down there somewhere? Let me ask my remote Reese. Yeah. Ask your remote. <laughs> yeah, your rim check on fire. Uh, <laughs> no, my remote wouldn't be able to tell me that. <laughs> one day, one day, one day mm-hmm. when Elon Musk has his way and we all have chips in our brains and I will, I too will ask my remote where the Adidas thing is. He is the, the Adidas headquarters. Incredible. Are in Herzogen Rock, Germany. Do they have like a maybe? maybe a, where's the North American? They one? have to have a North American headquarters. No, nope. it's only Germany. Arizona. I do not believe you, Dad. It's only in Germany. Herzog, Herzog, Germany. It's just a building in the middle of nowhere with a giant soccer ball in front of it. I mean, that makes sense. There you go. Uh, uh, Portland is the North American headquarters for Adidas. Nope. That's wrong. It's Herzog Genrock. (laughs) Pretty sure this conversation right now is why Statsco gave us a five-star review for Thanks for filling my Friday commute with everything Oilers. Tough living on the West Coast in Canucks territory. He comes for the Adidas takes. He stays for the hot and cold performers. If you have a complaint about the New Jerseys, send it to Herzog, Germany. The New Jersey tournament we're doing on Daily Faceoff. DFO, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We're voting on the reverse retros. Oilers yep. coasted through the first round against the Pacific. Flames lost. Unlucky. But that is going on on at Daily Faceoff on Twitter all week and probably next week as well. Coombsy and I are doing it. Yeah, I'm looking at this uh, bracket now. It's it's labeled Vibe Check which is a very coomsy thing to call this bracket. Um, and I'm just looking at it right now. It's the best Jersey to be released this year. So the Seattle Kraken are in it and they won their opening round matchup. The Canucks beat the ducks, which I was a little surprised by uh, flames. Like you said, lost out to the Kings Oilers on to the next round as well. And then on the Atlantic division, the Bruins beat the Red Wings. Not surprising. That Jersey's terrible. Uh, the Habs beat the Panthers, which did surprise me, but Habs fans are going to be Habs fans. The Sabres beat the Leafs and the Senators beat the Lightning, which I'm going to disagree with as well. I like that Lightning jersey, but I digress. 
I thought the Senators one should have won that anyway. But uh, that goes on on at Daily Faceoff on all social platforms. Go vote. It's in the stories. Do it. Uh, the thing I want to bring up next was Pierre Lebrun the other day tweeted, hearing that NHLPA Executive Director Donald Fair and NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman haven't spoken since last Thursday, which speaks to how the players feel regarding the NHL salary deferral escrow asks. Still time to salvage, salvage this. However, I think next week is important. The two leaders had had nearly daily dialogue most of the offseason, so this communication stalemate is noteworthy for that reason. But again, I think they will see their way through this eventually. Tyler, your take on the stalemate we are currently riding through with the NHL and the PA. I, I've said this a few times, so I'll say it again. I'm not worried that there's not going to be a season. Like, I do think we're going to get a season at some point here. It's going to look weird. There's going to be an all-Canadian division. It's not going to be 82 games. There's going to be no cross-division play. I We've kind of always thought that January 1, that start date was a bit of a pipe dream. And the longer this continues to roll on, where it's the two sides aren't talking, this is happening, this is happening, or more like this is not happening – the longer I just think it's going to start January 15th to 20th in that range, we're going to get 48 to 62 games in, and then we're going to go from there. It's going to be done by the first week of July, and we'll start to get back to a bit of a normal schedule here after that. But uh, you know, it's not great to see that the labor piece has been disrupted, but I'm not worried that there's not going to be a season. I guess my first question is, do you have a name for your mustache, your M-Chuck, or is it just the mustache at this point? No, I don't have a name for it because it's super we, embarrassing and I'm not proud of it. I think it's the Nuge stash. Well, if you look, so the things that made Nuge's mustache unique, uh, he, he, he couldn't grow anything in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. I got nothing in that <laughs> middle, right? So <laughs> Look at that. We can use this. We can use it to sell the, 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 the T-shirt. This is... Yeah. Tyler's face is on a t-shirt essentially. Keep it the, actually yeah, the is. T-shirt. Yeah. The white t-shirt. That is very accurate. Keep it till we get mm-hmm. a vaccine. Your M truck. Keep Movember going all year round. You already living with your girlfriend. You've already won. You've already won. You locked well, her in. And mo- <laughs> most guys that actually can grow a mustache are like, Oh, I would keep it. But you know, like my wife or my significant other really hates it. It's the opposite for me for like three days. I've been like, I'm shaving this thing. And she'll be like, no, please don't. And I don't get it because I can't grow. In the bedroom. Well, I can't grow. I cannot grow facial hair, but she wants me to keep it. And it, it mind fucks me a little bit. You, it's rip- it, it's well shit what would be your latin name tyler i don't know mm, taco. <laughs> it's taco your remchuk the latin lover with a mustache hello my dear <laughs> no speaker in a flamenco accent and what yeah look at that erotic very erotic what was your question again caller uh <laughs> business of sport the, the dick measuring between the nhl and the pa we are staring into the abyss there are very very good businesses that are in deep deep shit Disney's laying off, what, 30,000 people right yeah. now, right? Like, if you think that Donald Fair and fucking Gary Bettman are going to dictate where the pandemic goes and how things are going to go, give me a break. We need to come together on this shit, and in a year it's going to be fairly back to normal, or we're going to lose a season, or we're going to look like chumps. This is my fourth labor disruption in my life as an Oilers fan, as an adult. Fourth. And it's, it's incredible, too, because there's a – CBA extension agreement in place, but that took place four months ago and people didn't know where the pandemic was going to go in a week, let alone in four months. If Alexander Ovechkin was the highest scoring NHL player of all time, Vladimir Putin would give him an aircraft carrier (laughs) and he has been denied his aircraft carrier and his generalness in the Navy because of all these bullshit interruptions. 
I could see Ovi cruising in tanks, couldn't you? Sick. Celebrating. I he gave already, him Kazakhstan as a present. He already said he wants to play <laughs> in the KHL when he's done in the NHL. So, like, Ovi wins the KHL championship, and then Poots gives him a tank. And he's got the all-time leading scorer trophy that they made for this occasion that Putin paid for. I like it. Ricky, worried? You starting to get worried yet? You've been telling the NHL to get back on the ice, uh, like, basically months ago. Yeah, I still think they should have been uh, had all their ducks in a row um, for for December first. Uh, I know there would have been like a lot of uh, question marks and whatever, and maybe maybe that was bad timing on my part. Seeing how after their you know their holidays, their numbers keep skyrocketing in the U.S. So yeah, maybe maybe it is better that they start you know on the back end of uh, of the holidays stuff. So I guess if we're going to see a New Year's Eve, fourteen days after that. Um, if that's going to be a little peak, maybe you jump in right around that time again. Personally, I still think they should be uh, figuring out how to how to get going as early as possible. Um, there's nothing on TV. They're having an, a prime opportunity to get into the American household and grab new fans. But it is what it is, I guess. So uh, the sooner the better. But I'm not too fearful about there not being a season at all. I just I don't see that happening. Well, I think for all of us, it'd be nice if they just – some kind of news, you know, you remember in the summer when they were like, okay, we've got an agreement and then the ball started rolling very quickly. But I bet you like back the then they had a bunch of stuff already done. I think they had a bunch of, you know, underlying issues. They had it written out. They had to figure it out. That was the easy stuff. They had to figure out the hard stuff. So I think right now they're trying to figure out the hard stuff and then they have the, the schedule, the easier, the minor stuff. Yeah. I think that stuff's going to, so it can still happen where it's going to look like it's happening super fast. But they've done their homework. They've done some work. They've taken care of the, you know, dotting the I's and crossing the T's before they got the big stuff done. So I think, yeah, I, I, it, they can still get going. I don't think it's going to take that long once once the ball gets moving. I hope you're right, my friend. Tyler, get your buttons ready. Time for Oodle Noodle Hot and Cold. Let's go. If you go into any of Oodle Noodle's 14 locations... 10% of all curbside and takeout orders will be do- donated to local charities and initiatives. You can find out more about it on Oodle Noodlegram on Instagram at Oodle Noodlegram on Instagram and on Twitter is at Oodle underscore Noodle. Location number 15, coming forward to Saskatchewan. My sister and her family are very excited. Wonton soup for Saskatchewan. It's good. It's good. Wangi, thoughts on Oodle Noodle? Excellent company. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would eat there regularly i would say very regularly in fact and it's delicious it is delicious also they are on skip the dishes as well if you're looking for something to eat friday night saturday whenever noodle noodle get yourself some green onion cakes they're delicious as we do every week we start with our veggies so i'm going to look at tyler rubbing his mustache tyler your oodle noodle cold performer of the week Uh, Last week, I gave my hot performer of the week to the AJHL for getting their season started, playing a couple of weekends. It was exciting stuff. I was happy to have hockey back. So this week, my cold performer of the week is going to the AJHL season being put on pause again. Uh, they, They probably won't get back on the ice until the new year, which is too bad because I like watching live hockey. And now I won't get to do that for the next month. Rick, your Oodle Noodle Cold Performer of the Week. Uh, we're jumping over sports again, and we're going over the NFL. And this is for one particular person, so the reports say. This is the guy or the lady who works for the Baltimore Ravens, <laughs> who apparently got their whole damn team sick, 
that's throwing a huge curveball into absolutely everything going on right now and just fucking up the NFL. And one person they had, like they just they, they came out and said they disciplined him. How did this happen? They like were an office staff member. I, I don't know. I'm a, so he came in with symptoms. He told somebody he had symptoms and then went to work and just did a shit. That's a joke. That's an absolute joke is what it is. <laughs> Nation Dan, your oodle noodle cold form of the week. Uh, well, mine's going to stick in the sports world, but it's going to be a, a local, uh, a local host of a, a sports show called Avery sports show. And oh. I think that it's, it's been, it's been something that I've been kind of just sitting back and watching oh, you're taking shot terrible, today right now. His terrible food takes all along. You can come after donairs. You can make your silly takes about steak. But if you ever speak poorly of carrot cake again, Avery, <laughs> I'm going to come through this podcast and I'm going to fight you. So it's Avery of Avery sports show for his take on carrot cake. Avery does have terrible food takes. He does. He's he he beat recipes, even though there's no hockey. There's no reason for me to eat beets. Avery, I don't need beets. I just don't. Uh, Wanya, your oodle noodle cold performer of the week from the last seven days of your life, something that just is picking at your crop. I didn't know we were doing this, but luckily I have a lot of beef with a lot of people. I guess my issue <laughs> with Black China. The impresario <laughs> who was earlier married to Rob Kardashian. And earlier this week, she put, was showed photos from her house with all these luxury cars. And I was like, damn, Black China is rich. And then I read later on a celebrity blog that she just borrowed the cars and they weren't hers. Like, what the fuck? Are you thrilled? I'm not. I miss sports. Yep. Uh, drop this up. My oodle noodle cold performer of the week is me for getting older because I watched the American Music Awards last weekend and they did a country grammar medley because that album is now 20 years old and Come seeing on. Nelly out there looking like he ate young Nelly makes me upset. I remember the days with the Band-Aids. This is bullshit. How's country grammar 20 years old? Me getting old and shitty is the cold performer of the week. What the hell is going on? Uh, wall. He's just so jacked. He is. He's jacked. But you know what? EI still smashes Tyler. EI by Nelly. Yeah. Check it out. True. Before you shut anything down, your end check and end this show, I want to shout something out by Thunder. We need to do our hot performers of the week, though. Just don't end it unless I get to do a quick infomercial for a thing I'm working on. Okay. <laughs> Flipping the ledger to the hot performers of the week. I'm starting at the other direction. Uh, Dan's up on my top right now. Nation Dan, your Oodle Noodle Hot Performer of the Week. It's actually going to go out to the host of this uh, this little segment that we do. It's going to go out to Oodle Noodle for their uh, their current project that they're working on, where if you send in a letter, uh, I think it was 150 to 200 words, uh, you can uh, win yourself a, f a free package of Oodle Noodle food. Uh, and and it, it goes to a, a woman... Uh, in need this holiday season with the, uh, the with the shoebox project. So uh, so head on over to Oodle Noodle uh, on all the social media and uh, and fill in that letter. Letter, take a little bit of time out of your day to uh, to make some good feelings happen this holiday season. I like this right here. So what Dan's talking about is Oodle Noodles inviting you to send some words of kindness for women in our community who are staying in shelters this holiday season. So if you head on over to Oodle Noodles social media at Oodle Noodlegram on Instagram and Oodle underscore Noodle on Twitter, 
you will get all the details as well as the video of Jay explaining the whole thing. Um, Rick, your Oodle Noodle Hot Performer of the Week. Well, this usually happens to one of us almost every week. Someone comes up with something uh, well thought up and, you know, from the heart and then follow up with something absolutely ridiculous. So here I am with something absolutely ridiculous. I am going to give my uh, shout out here to American Thanksgiving. You've given me a reason to eat mashed potatoes, gravy and stuffing last night. I've had football to watch yesterday and I'm sitting here watching college football on a Friday afternoon. They're just, uh, they're sprinkling a little bit of football for me, and I'm, I'm very appreciative of that. So thank you very much, America. <laughs> Tyler, your Oodle Noodle Hot Performer of the Week. My Oodle Noodle Hot Performer of the Week is myself. No, not for my mustache growing ability. <laughs> I'm fully aware that that's terrible. But after a terrible Sunday of sports betting, I redeem myself. With a big Monday and a big Thursday. So uh, I have added this button just for myself today. And it is this. The big guy is smoking hot. <laughs> and the goal horn in the background too. Yeah. Good for you. Our friends at Odd Shark obviously helping you do your thing. Big time. Wanye, your Oodle Noodle Hot Performer of the Week. Oh, I guess it'd have to be Black China. I mean, she's tricking everybody on her Instagram. <laughs> this chick hasn't been Rob Kardashian in like a year, and she's still in the news. What's up? <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> put some respect uh, on her name. You got that one? What? The, put some respect on my name. Oh, you want the Birdman. That would actually that have been a good one. Put some respect on my name. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My uh, Oodle Noodle Hot Performer of the Week. I, you know what? I am going to give it to Tyler's mustache. I, uh, I really love the way it's filling in. I like the way it looks. I like the way he looks with it. I like the screenshot I just took of it. And I like everything about it. Smiling nicely. It's a podcast. You can't see that. But I hope Josh, uh, Josh Park clips that nice smile so we can post it on Instagram. So, Tyler, your mustache is my Hot Performer of the Week. He's a hot guy. <laughs> You are a hot guy. Good for you for the buttons for yourself. New buttons this week. I, I like mixing it up once in a while. And again, to the listeners, if there's ever a clip out there that you think would be good for hot and gold performers, send it my way. I'm always looking to expand my buttons. Before we end off the podcast, Wanya wants to talk about a project. This is your avenue, sir. Please. This, this wasn't even planned. I was just dropping something off the bag now. But while I'm here and I've got your listeners here, we have this new thing called the Edmonton Coffee Club yegcoffeeclub.com and it's like sumo jerky my old beef jerky project that almost had the irs declare me an american business and i had to get rid of it under <laughs> duress i'm back in 2020 bitches it's way stronger and so you go to edmonton coffee club and you can get a subscription and you get a different edmonton roasted coffee every month and different locally made snacks in your subscription box so maybe you're stuck at home you can't get out as much as you want to you can't try new stuff sign up for the coffee club it makes an excellent gift at the Christmas season. Support local businesses. These are all Edmonton companies. Your Remchuck, you bought one, and I've since souped it up after market. And uh, you're going to get hooked up, my friend. Not everybody's love it. Remchuck levels of swag, but it is a very good service. Fair enough. Grow a good mustache like me, and maybe you would get that level, people. Come on. <laughs> uh, also, check out Yeg Coffee Club on Instagram. Yeg Coffee Club on Instagram. From all of our friends at Sherwood Ford, Skip the Dishes, Cornerstone Insurance, and Oodle Noodle, thank you for being here. This is Oilers Nation Radio. Subscribe. Leave your comments on our podcast. I will read them regardless of what you say. I am Ron Burgundy with the reviews. Just, just leave them there. Tell Tyler he's got a handsome mustache.
That's what he really wants to hear. You can accompany it with a one-star review if you want. Don't, Around though. All those idiots. But you know what? He's right. He is right. We are idiots. And we thank you for this. <laughs> Have a great weekend. Shout out, Damien. Best wishes. Thanks for listening to Oilers Nation Radio, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts. Make sure to follow us on all of our social media to stay up to date and never miss a podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.